and welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 32, and we're looking at Mortal Kombat 2 for the Super Nintendo. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll, and this week I'm going to be joined by Raging Demon, who is making his show debut. Yes, Mortal Kombat 2. We all remember this one coming out. It was a game that we didn't really talk about with our parents at the time, because we knew how violent it was. But they didn't. They had no idea. And I'd like to think we all kept it a bit secret because our parents would be like, what the fudge is this? We're not having it. Now, this is definitely the case for me because my dad had no idea how violent this was. And neither did my mom. My mom just didn't really care when it came to this sort of thing. But my dad did. And he had no idea. Not a clue. Now, I'm not going to say I'm good at Mortal Kombat. I'm terrible at it. I just can't do it. I find Street Fighter more responsive. That's not to say new Mortal Kombats aren't going to be a lot more responsive than they were back in the day because they were all terrible. But hey, how I was shit at it really then. But I do love Mortal Kombat when it comes to the series and its lore. I love all of that. I absolutely love it. And so does Raging Demon. He came to me as his first show and he wanted to do this. So if you don't know, we go into a bit of intros. So it's going to be about half an hour, something down the line, 20 minutes. So come to it. If you want to skip ahead. Before we go any further, I just need to do a Patreon plug. Yes, we need to do this every week because I want to put money into a bank that can actually put food on the table. So if you want to help support this show and do a little bit of justice, you can go to patreon.com forward slash retro wars. And for $1.50 Australian, you get access to your own show. It's a fortnightly show called DLC. And as a little bit of a sneak peek to everyone, this is episode 9 where we're looking at what happened with the Sega Dreamcast. And if you wanted me to say the Saturn's a shit console, well, it did. Again, it had some games, but when you haven't even got a true Sonic game, it had Sonic R, which was a pile of wank. Like, ugh, if you look at that, that it looks absolutely terrible. And again, you compare Sonic R, which was their racing game, compared to Mario 64. Yes, you can say Wonder Platformer, it's the title, but this is still a Sonic game. You look at how bad that Sonic game looks and you want to vomit. And that was episode 9. In my opinion, what happened with the Sega Dreamcast? So what else do you get money for your money? You get access to our own little Discord. We're trying to build our own little community where we can basically just say what we want. A chance to message me one-on-one. -on -one. You can vote in our Patreon polls. You can take part in the shows that we do, which is 16 Bits of Nonsense, Revive or Die, DLC, or comment on the game of the week we're going to be covering. Or if you want to challenge me in Pokemon or Street Fighter Five, soon to be 6, you can do. That's what I want to start doing as a way of connecting. I want to be you know, Patreon members. You can challenge me in those two specific games. Now, what I want to do in the future is get on Twitch. I just haven't had a chance to sort this out. So I'm going to probably try and go twice a week. And I'm going to be playing any old fighting games. And it's anyone who wants to fight. You don't have to be a Patreon member. It's anyone who might want to come fight or come say hello on the stream. Uh, I'll, when that's all up and running, I'll let you know. I just haven't had a chance to get that sorted because I've been doing a lot of gaming this week. And unfortunately, everyone's been freaking ill again. It's one of those things, unfortunately, since the Roro. Um, so not yet got that sorted. But as soon as it's up, hopefully next week, 
I will let you know. Although saying that, I've got a shit ton of games to play, but I will let you know. So we're just going to go into our first game that we're... First game? What am I on about? What am I on about? It's late on a Sunday. I always leave this last minute. I don't know why I leave it so late, but hey, I do. We'll leave it to our first section, which is our letter section, and we call this 16 Bits of Nonsense. Now, 16 Bits of Nonsense is where you can basically write in and say anything you want, as this is a Patreon-exclusive perk, and if you want to talk about gaming, you want to talk about films, whatever, and I'll try and do my best to answer. Now, Captain N is always posts a question which I do really appreciate every week. He says, what is your favourite controller? Both retro, including PS3, 360 and back, and modern PS4, X... X-Bone. <laughs> I don't think you meant X-Bone, but I'm exuding that <laughs> going forward. Oh, Xbox One. Okay, but it reads as X-Bone. <laughs> it reads as... I was like, what's the X-Bone? <laughs> oh, my stupidity. Um, okay, if we're looking retro, it's the PS3. The PS3 controller, I I think, and even now PS5, I'm just saying the PlayStation controllers are things of gods. Nothing ever feels as comfortable as a PlayStation controller, and every time they make one, it just feels better and better. I'd say the PS1 was a bit of an experiment, but once they got the dual analog, it just felt right in your hand. It just felt so good. Like, you had the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo Okay, they were alright. The NES control, the NES, was an absolute fucking mess. So was the mass system. Just Jesus Christ. The N60... I didn't mind the N64 controller. I don't know if it was just me. But I very rarely played games where I needed the D-pad. So I always had that hold the middle and right-hand side. I never, so I, but I never had a problem with it. When I played shooting games, it felt quite good. Okay, fair enough if I played it now. If I'd want to vomit because I'm used to dual analog. But at the time, I played Bond and Goldeneye quite fine. Played Zelda's, had no problem with any of them. Mario's fine. Banjo could go through it. I had no problem with the N64 control. But there was something about that PS2 control and then eventually the PS3 control and then eventually go forward, 4, 5. They just get better and better and better every time they come out. And no one can convince me that the Xbox controller is better. Fuck that off. It's a monster. I've been looking. I look, I've got, I'm looking at an Xbox controller right now. It's a joke. It is an absolute fucking... Look at it. Look at it. Did anyone think that was a good idea when they went, oh yeah, this is going to come to market? No. Shut up. The Switch market... The Switch controller isn't good. It's just needed for what it is. I know you can put it into professional controllers. That's a bit different. But the Switch controller... <laughs> terrible. But the PlayStation 1. Always. I don't think anything's ever going to be the PlayStation controller. Even when we get 15 years down the line, 100 years down the line, they'll look at the PlayStation and just go, you've got that freaking right, Sony. Well done. Everyone else needs a freaking slap. I know that's a bit, but that's what I think. Everyone else needs a slap because the Sony one just has it hands down, in my opinion. And that was our letter section. As I said, thank you very much, Captain N. Anyone else want to write in? You could free. We can make this as long as we want. It's great. I really appreciate Captain, and I always do when I when he sends one in. I'm very grateful for his continuing support. Now we're going to go into our new section, which I call Patch 32.0. 
to what's been going on. Well, I have found some stories, and one of them is first going to cartoons. Yes, I've tried to keep it gaming related, but we're going into a cartoon. Although, it's actually advertising the new Ragnarok of God of War. It was Rick and Morty. It probably timing with the new season that's just released of Rick and Morty season 6. They did an advert for the new God of War trailer. And it was brilliant. It was quick and it was funny. Rick basically shaved his head and going into battle, putting his war paint on and gave Morty a terrible bow and arrow. And it was a great plug. Like basically, Rick was on a quest to find the axe, and he was like really disappointed when he got it. And Morty was like, "What the fuck is even going on?" But it was it was funny. It was great. It wasn't a sellout of Rick and Morty. It was really well done. It was what companies need to do. I like when they do stuff like that. It wasn't going for that hyper realistic. By Ragnarok, your dick will explode by playing this game. It wasn't that sort of thing. Although, yeah, it probably will. You can play this game, but it didn't need to do that. Everyone's going to buy Ragnarok, so why do something a little bit different? And I think that's a way of doing it. Funny as fuck. Talk about things that are funny. I never thought I'd ever mention this. Elden Ring. Apparently, a manga has now come out. So if you don't know what that is, that's a, that's a Japanese comic. And it's a comedy. I, I've not read it yet. Um, I will try and find a link. I read a lot of manga, so I will have a read and probably get round to it either this week or next if I can get a chance. I guess obviously only very early days. I don't think it's going to be the complete thing. But to see Elder Ring as a comedy, I get that's a bit left field, but eh, why not? Why not try and build out the lore? I just, we always think of like when it comes to Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne as really, you know, dark and moody and atmospheric. And not much comedy apart from all the characters just going, <laughs> chuckling to themselves. Like, okay, yeah, what's so funny? But they find it funny. So to actually see it as a manga being a comedy, that's 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 obscure. But why not? Do we want a moody thing? Why not just have a different take on it? I can imagine Artorius as being an absolute dick and breaking the whole thing. He's this amazing knight and he's just an absolute wanker. That would be That would be good. Things I've recently learned. Now, this came up on the chat in the Discord. Brian Cranston. Yes, Walter White. We all know this. I know this is not new news. It's not. But it is to my brain. Now, I love Street Fighter. I'm not making that a secret. We all know that. Now, my cousin, Stefan, basically announced that. Did you know that Fei Long was voiced by Brian Cranston in the movie? I was like, holy shit, was he? I love that film. That's one of the best animated films you can get of a video game. And I went back and rewatched it. Holy shit, it's Brian Cranston is Fei Long. And he's amazing in it. He's so good, like with a broken, dislocated arm going, We're not dead yet! It's like, holy shit balls. Get him to do it now. Although probably someone say it shouldn't be him because it's a Hong Kong actor. I don't give a shit at that sort of thing. But that would look really good. That would sound, oh, just imagine Brian Cranston. That was early Brian Cranston. That film came out in the 90s. Imagine now Brian Cranston, like 30 years later. Ooh, ooh. That makes Phelan Grigg. Whether we'll see Phelan again in Street Fighter, I don't think we ever will. But that'd be so cool. Oh, that'd be so good. I would love to see that. Oh, Jesus. Now, talking about things I never thought I'd see again, TMNT. Yes, the new TMNT collection has now hit ground. I think it released last week, actually, but I just completely forgot it came out. Reviews so far are quite mixed. I think the 13 games that they're showing have done quite well, and the amount of extra content they put in is absolutely fantastic. And if you're into the Turtles, there is a hell of a lot to get your head around and all the artwork they put in, which is great. I think the problem's been with online. 
I think there's been that bugginess and maybe patches might fix this. Like, I had this problem playing Shredder's Revenge. I've said this when I did a DLC review. It's a bit buggy to begin with, and there are 13 games they're trying to cover, so maybe they're just going to take a time to sort out, because a lot of them, you know, there's fighting games, there's the beat-em-ups. Hopefully, they'll get that fixed. I haven't yet picked it up. Will I pick it up? Probably at some point. It's just my backlog's just too big for me to justify jumping onto that at present. Talking about things I will jump on the moment they come out. They, I mentioned before about Street Fighter V. Yes, Street Fighter VI. They've showed off the next uh, build. And what I mean by build is basically where they're up to. They're kind of like a demo. And this time they added Guile, Kimberly, and Julie. Julie? Junie. Jury. Jesus, my words today. Kimberly, Jury, and Guile into the mix. However, they didn't actually show any of Guile, which is a bit of a shame. They just showed he's there. So I don't know why they just decided not to, but they were showing Kimberly and Jury off. And the animations look absolutely fantastic. Like, it just looks so beautiful seeing them jumping around. Like, the animation coming off Jury's kicks. She's just Taekwondo. Oh, just something out of this world. And then you saw Kimberly jumping around, and she's very quick. Very quick forward walk, which is hilarious when I think of Makato, or Makato, who's just like this, or Makato, sorry, who's just this slowest character ever going forward. Oh, her walk speed's killer. But it would have been nice to see Guile. I don't know why we didn't see him, but I assume that's coming. It has to be because maybe maybe because it was just three characters rather than, you know, four. We know Guile has been in it, and we know who, if you've seen, the, who's going to boot in the rest of the game. So maybe when they release the next character, which I suspect will be one of the World Warriors, then they'll do Guile, then they'll do whoever they show off. I'm predicting they're probably going to show off like Zangief or E-Honda. That's who I think will be next revealed, and then they'll do Guile and whoever is going to be next. But I'm really looking forward to that game. Again, I keep saying it's just a shame everything got leaked, because I would have loved to see all this get surprised by what was coming going onwards. Now, I also saw this in the news. Oh, this is brilliant. Now, one Canadian man, his name is Samuel Gerard. He has managed to complete all 296 N64 games. It took him six years to do so, and he was streaming it on his channel. Fair play, mate. Fair play to you. Like, that's a lot of work to do 296 video games. My God. And some of those ends, and he did Superman. So some of those games would have been utter shite. But he had the balls that he wanted to do it. And I give him that credit. And I don't think anyone else is ever going to do that feat again. Although, I thought, okay, someone's now got reputation on Newsworthy that they've done all these N64 games. So who's to say, oh, they're going to go complete every PlayStation game, every PS2 game. Look, someone's going to do it now. Someone's going to say, oh, there's, there's a market for that. Why not try it? And fair play to if you want to do that, because like if you want to play like a PlayStation 3 game too, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of turds you have to waddle through. I don't know how many games there are for each console. That might actually be an answer. How many, how many games are there per console? Per region, I should say, because I know there are games that were never released in, in from Japan. So how many console games? If someone wants to find that shit out, because I'm too lazy to Google it. Let's just say in America, all right? In America... How many games were released per console? Someone give the answer back to me in 16 Bits of Nonsense, and I'll be thrilled, because that'll be really good knowledge. If someone's going to Japan and find that knowledge, I'll be even better. Now, one thing I have to really point is a serious thing. It's been doing my head in a little bit. I, I keep mentioning as well as how games, don't rush them, take your time on them, we don't want to rush product. And I've, new, I've only just kind of gone into like you know what that means for us. 
as the consumer. But really, this story has highlighted how I think we need to look at the other side of the you know of everyone else's health and the actual people who make these games. So we know the Callisto project is come. Sorry, the Callisto protocol is coming out shortly, and Glenn Schofield, who is a co-creator of Dead Space, is actually in charge of this one. But he's come out and apologized for you know the amount of time and basically said that we're all crunching and people are doing like 12, 15 hour days, so hours a day over six, seven days a week. And then he's come out and said, look, no one's forced them to do that. We just love this game. We love what we do. And I'm like, look, I get it. There's got to be some sort of pressure because they put timescales in there and there will be people breathing down your back and down your neck who you've you know taken the money off to make this game. But look, you've, people have to look after the mental health. Like, I'm really strict at work when it comes to me. Once my hours are done, unless I've got something predetermined or an emergency comes in, I'm done. I've got a life to lead. That's not to say I don't like my job. My job's not important. My job is important. You know, a lot of people depend on it, but my life and my family depend on me more. And I really work on that because my life is not my work. And you've got to think of your mental health. Like, you're working 12-hour days, six days a week, seven days. That's stupid. Like, how are you going to be productive? How is anyone going to be productive? And this goes back to what I say. Keep, just delay it. Just delay it by a few months. No one's going to care as long as the game comes out fixed and it's a good effort. Don't rush it. Don't put your, make yourself, oh, yeah, we released the best game we could, but we were all piss poor with our mental health and now we're all fucked up. Just don't do it. I don't understand why, you know, you're the creator of it. Step in. Have a word. Like, I'm not there in video game production, so someone could tell me if I'm chatting shit here. But I'd like to think if I was a manager, I'd be, no, I wouldn't allow it. I'd just say no people's health, because lawsuits can come about this sort of shit. Because you think people go and really, you know, I don't care how much you love a game. That's why I stopped doing YouTube. It was affecting me, because I was doing too much. I couldn't do it. So, look, I'd like to know if someone's got a better take on this than me, but I just think this is getting stupid now. And people just have to look after the mental health and have to look after their own families rather than worry about us, the consumer. We're fine. Don't worry about us. Because look at this. I want to talk about something... Right, okay. I was going to say something more positive, and it is. And I want to talk about something more positive. But again, I hope these people haven't been rushed. Because the pressure on these guys is even even bigger than it is for the Callisto Protocol. And that's for the new Pokemon trailer. Every time a new Pokemon game comes out, the pressure is fucking ridiculous. And I never have, you know, I like to have high expectations, but I don't go, oh, fucking hell, when it comes out. I've been adamant about that. Because ultimately, Jesus, again, these are just people who make these things. But a new Pokemon trailer came out for Scarlet and for Violet. And they showed off a few new Pokemon. There was a crab, a new new crab. Everyone loves a crab Pokemon. I can't remember, I've not wrote the names of these things, and I couldn't be bothered. And you saw the new exclusives, which looks like Mega Man characters. So one's like on fire, and he's got... Um, basically cannons on his arms and one's got blades on their arms and the designs are so fucking cool but yeah everyone's like yeah one's so one's in freaking scarlet one's in violet and i've got the one with the guns and i want the one with the fire blades look shit hot they look ridiculously good and i want those blades so i'm gonna have to trade day one someone send me an egg immediately so i can play with it to begin with you saw the new team. There's always a bad team in this. And this was Team Star, who are a bunch of troublemakers. So once again, we're going down that route of troubled kids. 
So last we had Team Flare, who are basically... Oh, sorry, we had... Who is it? Team Skull, who are basically just... Basically, society had shunned them, so they summoned society. You had Team... Was it Team Yell? I think it was called Team Yell, wasn't it? Ugh! Who basically just fanboys and like the toxic fan although i accepted that i liked how they did that because it was toxic fanboys so that I, I appreciated them i can't understand where we're going with this with team star but apparently we are so maybe when a bit more comes out we'll see but they saw their boss was it mella and she fights you from a lorry okay you're fighting a lorry there's a torkel on top i was like fuck it i'll fight you on top of a lorry it's like literally you're facing it. It's like Optimus Prime's going to run all your Pokemon over and go, <laughs> dickhead. Never seen anything like that before. Why not? They announced the gym chairman woman, who Gita. Um, now it looks like she's in charge of everything. Is it going to be a bad guy like it was last time with Chairman Rose? Blatantly obvious. Maybe not with this one, maybe because that's a bit too obvious to go straight with the, you know, bad woman. You know, let's see what happens. But then they showed there's going to be gym tests. Ugh. I've made this point before i i prefer doing what i do in the original games rather than doing freaking tests or trial bollocks but they've got to try and mix it up every time haven't they so apparently doing gym tests and i bet they're going to be fucking shite and i wasn't going to give my you know rant and rave by expectations but fuck gym tests shit oh uh, just give me trainers to battle just non-stop trainers i all want to fight and then we done you saw the first gym trainer or oh, gym trainer, gym gym leader, and he's a grass type called Brass Brassilis. He looked quite cool. He had like a grass whip and he looked quite serious. Uh, what did he have? He had a Shudawudu. He had a Shudawudu. That would look like one of his specialties, his special Pokemon. Um, that could use that new Crystal Bollocks. So it'll be interesting to see what type it became. I couldn't be bothered. To, it could, I could tell apparently from the trailer, but I could not be bothered seeing it but yes it's coming out and we still haven't had the full pokedex it's amazing because usually it gets leaked and it's it's out in two months and still it's not been leaked and apparently they've announced what well someone's managed to data mine to a point of all the typings but they've not been able to data mine what all the designs are they will come 100 it will come uh, but i'm quite glad it's been this long if it can get till game day and i don't find out i'll be absolutely amazed but this, unfortunately, this it always gets leaked. So we'll wait and see. And that is the end of the news. Now, usually, I'd be going on to Revive or Die. However, if you've been following me over on Twitter, which is at RetroWars UK, you might have seen I put an announcement up. Now, I have decided to make a new section for the show. Now, this section is going to be for everyone. It's not a Patreon exclusive like everything one and everything else. This is for everybody because it has been mentioned, can we have something which people who aren't paid can play along with? And this is what I've decided to do. It is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh-huh. Now, you're probably wondering, why is this thing called Stick It Up Your Jinjo? Basically, if you had listened previously to the Gem- the Gomon episode, was it last week? My cousin Stefan had basically ranted about, oh my god, I've got to go back and finish Banjo-Kazooie. I was like, yes, you do. And he finally put a video up, and I guess he was drunk at the time. Basically, showing the final video he'd recorded, and he was, was giving it the bird, saying, stick that up, fucking stick that up your Jinjo. I don't think he meant it like that. 
But either way, it was hilarious. And I thought, that's actually an idea. So from that little drunken conversation he gave me, we now have this. So what this is, is basically, if you've had a gaming achievement you want to celebrate over the week, whether it's you finished the game story, whether you've completed all time trials, you did well in a gaming tournament, or you 100%ed something, got a platinum trophy, I want you to give it the bird and send it on to me at Retro Wars UK. Send it to me over there and I will announce it on the show. Honestly, I think it's quite good. So it's basically, yeah, if you think it's something cool, great. Now I can do one myself. I completed Lion King on the Super Nintendo. No, on the, it was the no, Super Nintendo version I completed. Completed that bastard. And that's a bastard. So I am definitely giving that the finger and saying stick that up your Jinjo. But I have had my first reply. And his name is Keith from the Main Quest podcast, who'll be soon to coming as a guest on this show. And he said, I'm proud of my high score in Bubble Bath Babes. I was like, what the fuck is Bubble Bath Babes? And you know it's not a good start when Twitter's already putting a thing on it saying it's offensive. I was like, for fuck's sake, what are you sending me? And yes, sure enough, it's a Tetris-like game with a naked woman at the bottom. I was like, holy shit. What have we become as a society? And what have we become that that is the first flex we're having on this? is Bubble Bath Babes. Thanks, Keith. Nob. But yes, if you want to send me your high scores in other games, apart from Bubble Bath Babes, I will feel great. Honestly, this is for anyone who wants to play, and it can be any sort of gaming flex that you really want to show. And I'm not even going to comment on yours, Keith, because no. But that is at Retro Wars UK, and I will bring this up every week. I'm not going to put it on Twitter every week. I'll just keep bringing it up on the show. So, yeah, basically put it on, and then let's retweet it like crazy because we want to get more people to have some fun. Now we'll go to our Patreon-exclusive show, Revive or Die. Hey, listen! Revive or Die is our segment where we look at something we've not seen in a while. It could be a character, it could be a gaming franchise, it could be a mechanic, and we wonder, should it be brought back or left to die? And considering we're talking about fighting games, I wanted to see, should the arcades come back? Let's be honest, since they went to consoles, and specifically them, the arcades, fighting arcades have just died I only thought about this the other day. Yes, I could say you're Mortal Kombat 2, but I was at an arcade with um, Hiccups and the Queen because it was Father's Day last week. And we were like, oh, let's go to an arcade. Well, Hiccups didn't say that. She's too young. And I was like, oh, I might be able to play some, some old games. And it was just ticket bollocks. I was like, ugh. Could I just have one? One game? Like fighting game? No. Not one. And I was thinking, do they even make them anymore? I know one-up sell them, but do they even make them anymore? And I'm thinking, they probably don't. Which is a shame, because, holy shit, fighting game arcades were amazing. Arcades were amazing back in the day. And you can probably guess where my answer's going to go, but I put it to everyone else, because I was intrigued where you were going to go. Stefan said, revive, although I nearly said die as I have traumatic memories of getting my head slapped off continuously as a child by Chelsea in the Holiday Park Arcade. Yeah, that little fucker, bloody kicking you with his long legs. What the fuck do I do? His long legs, like, fuck, I've no idea what to do. Although I would have loved to 
It wasn't me kicking your ass, by the way, at the Holiday Park Arcade. It was definitely not me. It's probably your sister. It's probably Sophie. That's who probably was. Chris Copline says, revive and don't stop at fighters. Bring it all back. Completely agree. Bring everything back. It'd be great. Like, time crisis. Bring that sort of shit back. House of the Dead. Bring that. Oh, bring them all back. Not just, like, dance arcade bollocks. And Raging Demon, the introduction, who's it today? He says, time of death 2003. Like, fuck, give me those paddles. What do you mean, like, from Simpsons paddles? You want to get the bottom slapped? Okay. And crank it up to the maximum. We're going to save this fucking patient. Oh, you meant electricity panels. Okay, got you. PS more fighters in barricades, please. PPS revive. I'm with you. I'm definitely with you. It ha- I'd love to see it. I-, I think gaming has moved on. Sadly, and we're not going to see it again. But fuck me, I would love to see that again. If you could just have somewhere... Like, I think it's going to have to be in a city centre, isn't it? You couldn't just put it in your town centre. You've got to put it somewhere where you know you're going to get people. Like, oh, did I, if you were in England, we had Sega, Sega Zone. Fuck. I went once and it was so gorgeous as a surprise. And now, Sega World, that's it. And it's just a shell of itself. Like, it's actually upsetting. Like, I was really hoping one day to go back. But sadly, it's gone. And, yeah. That was the ultimate home for me as a kid, as an arcade. And I went once and nearly peed my pants. And I would love to stay all day there because I did everything there as a kid. They had everything. But, you know, sadly, we move on, don't we? But, yeah, I'd love it. And if you know, everyone's always listening, like, wouldn't it be cool if we just got loads of one-up consoles and then just put them in there? Oh, if I became a millionaire, write this down. If I became a millionaire and I would open my own arcade business with all these odd consoles in, not even lying, and they'd just be free. Wouldn't even have to pay. I'd just make them free. Just together, community. How good would that be? Put that down. This is the 12th, 12th of September, 2022. If I become a millionaire, I'm opening up arcade with free one-up consoles. Because I'm that sort of guy. And that is it for Revive or Die. I'll try and think of something else next week. But thank you, everyone, for playing. Now, before we get into what's been going on, what have I been up to? Yet more sickness in the house. Hiccups was ill yesterday. And the Queen was ill yesterday. Not the Queen. We all know the actual Queen died. Um, I should actually mention, I haven't referenced that. And it's a weird one because, yes, I'm British and I'm English and it's like, Christ. You know, everyone's making jokes over here in Australia about it. Like, to me, oh, your queen's dead. But I, I can't think of a world without her. I know people have their opinion on the royal family, but she's been there, you know, 70 years. Like, that's a long time. And most of us, none of us, like nearly 90% of the population can say the Queen has been a part of their life of some way. And you've got to think of like the ramifications. Like, we're getting a day off next week once um, our president, our Prime Minister Albanese comes back. We're getting a day in mourning. Um, <laughs> my Queen was like, oh, for fuck's sake, it's on a day off. So she doesn't get it as a public holiday, but I do. But yeah, it's it's sad. You, you know, again, whether you like her or not, it's still a family grieving. Um... I know other people have been affected by it. So if it was affected by it, I do feel for you. So yeah, everything's God Save the King now. And I started hearing that recently, which is, again, I probably won't hear anything else of God Save the Queen for the rest of my life. And that's what I'll be singing. Because I am very patriotic. I do love my country. And yeah. So yeah, that's what's been going on. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Finished my football season. when We finished yesterday. Got battered 5-0. Bit of a shame. Um, not a way to end it. But we ended up second in the league. And yeah, the semi-finals. Take it. And the base has got to get fitter for next season. Simply as that. Now, last of all, what have I been playing? Well, as I said, I finished Lion King, bastard. I downloaded Street Fighter V, and it was 40 gig, because of all the patches. It's like, fuck. 
See you in a few hours. I'm just going slowly at Final Fantasy V. Just trying to take that in bite-sized chunks because it is a big game. And Chris is going to be coming on for that and he knows he knows this. It's a big game and you've got to go through it. I finished Kirby Superstar for the Super Nintendo. That is done and an episode will be coming shortly. And I finished The Legend of Zelda 1 for the NES. I did that. Never played it before. I always think that's my birthright game because it was made in 1986, same year I was born. And I gave it a go. And I'm, I, you know what, I've got good comments on that one. I'm really glad it's out of the way because it was like, fuck, this is getting hard now. But it was a good, enjoyable experience. So I haven't got anyone to cover that yet, but I just wanted to do it. I thought, you know what, why not? I've got a few hours to kill. Uh, well, it took me more than a few hours, but I did do it and it's done. And yeah, I've got to go to Zelda 2 at some point. Ugh, I'm not looking forward to that one. But that is it, and now let us go on to our game, Mortal Kombat 2. As I said from the off, um, I do love Mortal Kombat. I think the series is absolutely fantastic. I was never very good at it, and I was never very good at it when I tried again. I was absolutely terrible. But I just do love the lore and everything else about this and how much effort they put into it. As I said, it created the rating system on its own, this game, because it was so bloody violent. But one memory I always have as a kid, and it will, it will stick with me in my grave. And I remember me and my brother, and Raph, we... We borrowed the game from a rental store because we didn't have enough money to buy it. And we rented it and we went to my dad's. And when we were playing at my dad's, he was like, what's this? And he's playing Mortal Kombat. And all I could do then was a scorpion um, spear and hook and get over here. That's all I could ever do. And he never saw it that bad because they didn't do fatality. Well, the, the computer wasn't doing it. I couldn't do any of the really violent moves. So he didn't have any idea what was going on. But then all of a sudden he came in laughing his head off because you had, is it Tobias, when you do uppercuts, he suddenly comes in the bottom corner and goes, Dusty! And it, it's so out of character. And my dad just suddenly lost it. He's like, what the, what was that? And I was like, I'll just do an uppercut. And Dusty comes on the screen and he died laughing. I absolutely dying laughing. And I look back, I was like, yeah, he was in his 30s around my age, so I can understand why he was laughing his head off because I find it entertaining. But he was absolutely pissing himself laughing. And it was the one time, my dad doesn't like video games, and that's fine, it's not his cup of tea, but it was the one time he just stayed just to watch us uppercut someone, just so Dusty came on the screen, and he just could not get enough of it. I was like, it, and it stuck with me. I remember where I was, I was in with what how, what room of the house I was in when this happened, and it is one of the best memories I have of my dad, just seeing him laughing his head off over stupid Dusty. I'll stop doing that now, but just hearing it it was great and that's the power of nostalgia it was brilliant but enough of that about that about nostalgia we need to get into the game and yes raging demon makes his debut and i was very grateful he wants to come on the show and if anyone wonders people call me australian i'm not australian i just live here in australia i just borrow the land i said i borrow it that's where i'm gonna live uh raging demon is an australian so you will tell the accent immediately so get off my back everyone all right not Australian, just an Englishman living here. Right, so I'm going to put some music on, and when I come back, me and Raging Demon are going to be talking about Mortal Kombat 2, which released around everywhere in about September the 9th, 1994. Fuck me, I'm old. Making his grand debut to the show, he's been someone who you might have seen him on other podcasts. He gets around. His name is Mr. Raging Demon. How are you, sir? 
I'm very well, thanks, Danny. And it's a pleasure to have you on. And I was very happy that the first game that you wanted to talk about was the lovely, lovely, joyous Mortal Kombat 2. Yes, it's a beloved one. Everyone played this on their home console. Oh, this God, is yeah. when fighters really started to get good. This is yeah, consoles. on the whole consoles, they 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 did really start doing this. Now I can't remember. Were you you did you play the Super Nintendo version or were you playing this uh, the Mega Drive version? Oh, I was Mega Drive. I, I played the shit out of my Mega Drive, uh, Mortal Kombat 2. Um, yeah, I played all the ports pretty much, except for some of the like sort of more obscure ones. But yeah, I I played most of the most of it on the Mega Drive, and uh, yeah, I have played through on the SNES and the 32X. And oh. the Saturn version. I've never well. seen the 32X in my life. I don't even... I've never known anyone who had one. Or a Saturn. I've never even seen never a Saturn seen in it. person. I've never seen a 32X. Um, my uncle had a Sega CD. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, but I was playing the ROM because I heard it was the best port because the Saturn has uh, morphing issues with Shang Tsung because it's disc-based. Ah. And it, it has load times and it, and it was just a rushed port. So although it's got better like animation and music and stuff because it's a Saturn, the 32X is because it's cartridge based and it's got the more pow- more power than the SNES and the Mega Drive. It just it's a, the best port at it, home. It's the best one to play. I, I I only ever played. I only ever played. I played the uh, arcade version like everyone did back in those days, and I definitely played the Mega Drive version. That's the one I played, I, and I didn't actually own the cartridge. I had to rent it. I don't think there'd be any way my mum would have let me actually buy this. There's no chance. Because, <laughs> oh, honestly, no. No way. Now she wouldn't give a shit. She wouldn't have cared. She'd be like, oh, I'll just do what you want. But back then, she would have been a bit more liberal. My dad, my dad had no idea how violent this game was. Absolutely not a clue. If he did, I would be- definitely be banned. I think he was a bit thick when it came to video games. In hindsight, how ridiculous does it look now, though? Oh, like, compared to the modern ones. <laughs> well, you got me to play this, right? You got me, said, oh, yeah, you were playing on your original Saturn controller. I was like, oh, okay, I'll be big bollocks. Had a, had a little bit of a go with shit. And then messaged you yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm going on my, my Super Nintendo. Let's see what it's like on there. Because I was playing a ROM, then I played this. For, like, so I had my Batman PC, and then I had the actual mini Super Nintendo. And I was still shit. I was like, for fuck's sake, how did I even, how did I do this shit as a kid? I'm terrible as an adult. It's and this game has awful input reading by the CPU. It is fucking hard. And even when you put it on very easy, like you get to sort of you get to near the question mark, right? And then it starts to get cheap as fuck. You go to uppercut, they get you first or they throw you. You know, it, it's it's not you being shit. It's it's just a that's the only thing that lets this game down, I reckon. It's it's just the AI is just so fucked. No, like, the the AI is so fucked. And you say about getting to the question mark. So if you don't know what he means, basically it's a tower where basically you go on and fight opponents and then you get to a question mark. Now, I wasn't even getting to the question mark. I was getting I was playing as Sub-Zero going to Scorpion and he was using the almighty just punch me in the face. And that was seemingly beating me every time. I was like, the fuck? I'm doing the same as you, dickhead. And your punch is overriding my punch. What the fuck? Couldn't do me moves. I was like, fuck this bollocks. This is shit. And the first one uppercuts me right into the into the acid pit. I was like, fuck you. That was on very <laughs> easy as well. Fatality. Yeah. They always fatality on the acid pit. Fucking and, dicks. Uh, yeah. And, but the jump kick is your friend in this one. If you, you've got to be a cheap bastard back. 
I that, think that's the only way to beat this game is the jump kick. And with Scorpion, you can do the uh, the teleport. Jump kick, jump teleport. To, you know, you have to be cheap as fuck. And, and, I, and really you know what? I, I was listening to um, another podcast uh, earlier today called Triple KO. And it's got um, Maximilian, uh, Justin, <laughs> Lo- Justin, Justin Wong. Yeah, yeah, Justin Wong. And who's the other guy? Max. Oh, fuck. Matt something. And they were talking about how he basically to beat Mortal Kombat 2. And it's basically even said jumping, it'd be cheap as shit. And I was like, yep, that's that's how you do it. It's just be cheap as shit. And like, I was like, really, I was like, right, I'm going to start learning these moves. I got all the codes. I was like, I'm going to do all this. Nah, just got fucked. I, li- I literally froze Scorpion <laughs> once and that was about it. I was like, fuck off. I, like, this is ridiculous. How honestly, that two stage fatality, yeah, two step fatality with Sub Zero is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, this is all. I would have, you know, I, I remember back when I was a kid because this was, you know, the second game of the series, and I never did in the original one. I didn't do as a kid. I never did any sort of fatality. I never did anything because I had no idea what I was fucking doing as a child. And as an adult, I was like, I've got this in front of me, and I still got no idea what I was fucking doing. Even though I remember as a kid, it's a great game, and I remember how iconic it is. I'm not dissing it. It's basically me being shit. But yeah, I was shit, which didn't help me review this game, really. <laughs> Everyone played it, though, even people who aren't fans of fighting games. I mean, I, um, I, I remember getting a magazine which had all the moves and fatalities in it, and I fucking memorised the shit out of them. Because you had no other way. Like, If you got something like that, the, the instruction manual would have some of the uh, special moves in it. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of a backstory or whatever, but you never got the fatalities. Like, you had to get them out of, like, a cheat book or, like, a guidebook or something or a mag that, you know, would give get you lucky. And... Well, when you borrow it from a video game store, you ain't getting dick squat apart from the cartridge. So what do you think I'm going to be able to do? Or how I'm trying the Ryu inputs. Do the Ryu moves. No, not working. I was like, <laughs> fuck this game then. Oh, you fuck this. Yeah. I do, I do that still. And because Mortal Kombat has this habit of uh, changing special moves from game to game. I mean, the first three, not so much. But after that, they tend to dick about with the combat system a lot. Why? So I have no fucking idea what, what moves are in, you know, like from like Mortal Kombat, you know, three. And I, I forgot a lot of the moves. I mean, Scorpion's moves, I didn't. Sub-Zero's moves, I didn't. But yeah, even Reptile, who I used to, used to be my main. Yeah. I uh, I forgot all his fatalities, most of his moves. Yeah, it, it was uh, yeah. This game, it, it's funny that you brought up your dad. It not my parents didn't know fuck all about video games. They wouldn't have a clue what I rented or bought. So mm. I did get to play this game, mm. but it, it, I remember this being quite a controversial game. Oh and yeah, I played the second one before I played the first one. Right, I rented it and then I played it. And I was like, this is fucking good. And then when I was at my uncle's house. We played, oh, I played, he just let me play his, he had all the games, he had fucking um, the Sega CD, he had all the shit, right? Yeah. And then he would just go, oh yeah, go for it. Um, and I played the the original MK there, and then I really, you know, got into that as well, but yeah. Yeah, because... The, the special moves, the AI, the fatalities, it was so much harder back then. Because the original Mortal Kombat, the first one on the Mega Drive, had the blood, but on the Super yep. Nintendo, it was sweat. <laughs> It yeah, so Akadab, Akakab, or something. I think the the blood code was from the first one, and the SNES version was fucking shit. Yeah, it was, it was. They they had to cut so much back, 
And it was like, I think, because the controversy the first one created, and then they made the second one. And the second one was only made, like, what, a year and a half after yep. the first? And I think, basically, because of the whole hoo-ha of the first one, they had, it actually made the, the the rating game system. It actually was like, right, now we need a rating game because there's so much, so violence. So once they got that all sorted, then the Super Nintendo were like, well, fuck it, just make it an adult game, and then we can put the blood back in. Well, they got... um. They got absolutely bodied by um, Sega with this one, right? Mm. So they... Because Mortal Kombat 1, um, it wasn't terrible gameplay-wise on the uh, SNES, but the problem with it was it was just... You'd just play Street Fighter. Yeah, you, you, you may know, as well just play Street Fighter. Yeah, of course you would. Yeah. Yeah, so you want all the bells and whistles of Mortal Kombat. Even the music on the SNES, even though it sound chip's better, there's just stuff missing, and it, it was a half assed port, and they toned it down, and... I've played some um, hacked, like sort of patched versions of it on the SNES, and it's far better. But yeah, I just I remember not knowing this because I was a kid, so I, mm. I had a Mega Drive, so I never experienced the shit version until I went around a mate's house who had a SNES. I'm like, oh, we'll rent some games, and I rented Mortal Kombat One for the SNES, and I chucked it in, and I tried to do the blood code, it didn't work, and I was just like, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Take your money what back. This is shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And obviously, Mortal Kombat Two was, you know, like as I'll begrudgingly say it, it was better on the SNES. It like, was. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I've, I remember the Mega Drive. I was looking at both ports, and I was like, "Fuck the Mega, this, the Super Nintendo." I wouldn't have known as a kid, but as an adult, fuck, it's so much better. It just looks so much better. Everything, the music, the, the colors, the design. It's just the backgrounds. So much more going on. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Like I wait, but I didn't have a Super Nintendo back then. Back in those days, kids, you picked one console and you stayed with it. You couldn't have two. <laughs> you got what you got. You got you what get you, what you get. You, you don't get upset. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> you got your Mega Drive. I was very grateful for that. Thanks, Dad. But if you otherwise, you don't moan. And but my cousin had a Super Nintendo. But yeah, games were expensive as fuck then, and it wasn't back in these days. Where it was like, "Oh yeah, I'll just buy myself ten games." There, it was like, "You get one game for Christmas. That is your game. You will play that to shit. That is it." And Mortal Kombat I wasn't on get, my list. No, I didn't get Mortal Kombat 2 until it became... I don't know if what they called it over in the UK. Maybe they called it the same thing, but we had uh, Platinum games. Um, so when a game would go Platinum, it'd be cheaper. Oh, we had that for this, um, when PlayStation did it, but not for not for the previous generation. Yeah, so we had Mega Drive, Platinum, and then you'd get Selects and all sorts of classics or whatever, other ones like this for other consoles. But yeah, the Mega Drive did it, and um, yeah, that's when I got this game, and I played the fuck out of it. Because renting it, yeah, I rent it for a weekend or whatever and go to town on it. But and then, yeah, yeah you're done. Yeah. You're done. And there is so much to this game, because essentially, yeah, it's the second out of the series, and it is completely different. Like, bearing in mind it was a year and a half, but they added a fuck ton of shit to this. Okay, I say a uh, lot of stuff. Uh, a lot of it's still more palette swap bollocks. But still, it was still, <laughs> they added a lot because how many were in the original game? Was it like eight characters? Seven, eight? Yeah, it was, was it? Sonya Kano, Liu Kang, uh, Raiden. Raiden, Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub Zero, and Johnny Cage. Uh, that is, yeah, and oh, how can you forget Johnny? Yeah, Johnny Cage too. Yeah, and that was it. And that and was then it. You had Reptile, which you would never find because no. cause it's, you know, Tobias and Boone were like, Fucking crafty, right? So they would hide the shit. They and, would and hide the shit, and they're so good how to find... Like, good luck yeah. finding that bollocks. Like, once I found out how to play Reptile, I was against Reptile, I was able to get to him. But, Jesus, I would have never, like... 
figure, they were very dodgy like hints, right? They yeah. They wouldn't have figured it out, right? And yeah, he was bullshit hard as well. Well, like, he was, he, he only, faster. he was a mixture, wasn't he, of Scorpion and Sub-Zero yeah. back then. But now, like in this game, he's got his own, he's actually oh, yeah. a lizard. That's what he is. And that was a great move too. It was, uh, even though they did do some palette swaps, I like how they did sort of make each character a little more distinct than the last. And yeah, you, they had to do stuff like that back then. They just didn't have the the space on the yeah, cartridges. Yeah, they didn't have the space. Yeah. But I don't think I think if pe- if Reptile was the same as he was in MK One, people wouldn't have accepted that. But to have him, yeah. like I, I love the fact that you and you can get to MK Nine and have like eight nine ninjas. I think that's awesome, and they can all they're all basically palette swaps. I love that. Um, but they wouldn't have been able to you know just have the same moves. But I know they there were essentially five ninjas in this game, if I can remember. Um, three yeah, playable noob cyber no- and smoke well whilst he was a human um they were in that so for those who don't know noob cybot is tobias and boone backwards crafty bastards and he <laughs> is the first sub-zero who scorpion killed in the first one and he's like he became basically like a wraith shadow wraith something demi thing oh he's like half dead and well, they're not revenants either because that's a different thing. That's a different. That's fucking bullshit. And then <laughs> smoke is the current Sub Zero's like Bezzy mate, and he's from the same clan. But in the third one, he gets turned into a cyber ninja because why the fuck not? Um, yeah, that's a thing. Because that's a thing. But in the in the, there were there was Jade as well, who was another secret character. She was another palette swap of Katana and Melina. Um and but yeah, but you couldn't play as either of those three characters of Jade, uh, Noob Cyber or Smoke. They were just there for shits and giggles. But again, it was like try- the bollocks to try and get to play them was like typical Mortal Kombat style. Yeah, and it was um, it, yeah, and I remember trying to get to. I know with um, I think it was Noob Cyber. You have to win on the Mega Drive version for some reason. I think it's fifty. You have to win 50 versus battles to fight him. 50 versus matches? Like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck? And all the other consoles, it's 25 or something. Oh. So it's bullshit. And then Smoke was, I think, Smoke's an uppercut on the portal. And then when Dan Forden says toasty, it's like down and start. And oh. I believe Jade was winning, win the match before the question mark with only low kick. Oh, win with fucking hell. And there always wasn't like... No blocking. No blocking. And that's the sort of bollocks that Mortal Kombat put in. Because I know they introduced like... Oh, she goes... Wow, we'll go on to that in a bit. But like, that's just the sort of bollocks trying to find. That was great. And then you had the other characters as well. So they introduced new characters. They introduced Jax, who was trying to fire Zonya. But this is before he got his arms ripped off. Um, There was Melina. Jax. Jax, yeah. Because he had his arms ripped off in that... Natch. And that was so with that, yeah. He had it ripped off that match. He was like, bye bye. Um, you had Baraka, who was one of the best designs. I think he was scary as shit. And yeah, then- I mean, I think um, the introductions in this game are quite good. I mean, they obviously took Sonya out and then chained her up. Yeah. Which I thought was, you know, having captured like, like people from Earth was actually pretty. It, you know the lore and the story with this given that they had zero preparation and in t- they didn't even plan on making a sequel to no. the first one and they were just like oh yeah okay I mean I, I like the lore behind this game the way it's set up the new characters are great and yeah. you know you imagine this place like Outworld and then you got this guy with like knives coming out of his face and his arms and shit you know it's I think 
Brock is a cool character, you know, and um, and then obviously the big bad Shao Kahn. Oh, fucking! Um, we'll get onto that who dickhead. Else you got? Yeah. We've got, <laughs> Ma- got Melina, Melina, and Kung Katana. Lao. So yeah, Kung Lao's new. Kung Lao, and, oh, uh, Kung Lao. So Katana is basically the princess of Adina. Um, and then she had a pair of fans. Then you and basically um, Liu Kang's misses eventually. <laughs> then you've got Melina, who's a fan favorite, who is the clone, the messed up clone of Katana, with basically Baraka's DNA. Well, is it Takartan? I think it is Takartan. Yeah, Takartan. Look, yeah. look at that with me, the fucking law. Um, basically, their DNA. So she's got a fucked up mouth. But she's like, in like later games, like in this one, she sucks you up and spits out all the femurs because every human's got feet, like about a million femurs. But in later <laughs> games, she literally rips open your throat with her mouth. I was like, whoa, okay. It's a fucked up bitch. She's a bit <laughs> fucked up. Well, I mean, again, the fatalities in this game were so controversial, but like, I, I was, I had my nine year old son sitting with me while I was playing the ROM, right? Yes. And I did the Sub Zero. Ice ball one where it knocks half their body off. Yeah. And we're watching these legs just standing there, not falling over or nothing, just just standing there. And, you know, he's like, this is this is kind of stupid. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> they just fall over, right? Or like <laughs> the same with, or at least I think with reptiles one where he eats their head. Eats I the head. They do, fall o- they do fall over, don't they? Yeah, they do. Once you've eaten the head, yeah, they do fall over. But some yeah. of the fatalities in this game are just so good. Like, you've got Johnny Cage. His two don't make any sense. Like, one of them, he just basically rips their body and he grabs the body. They're steady standing there. snaps them. And he just snaps them in two and rips it in half. And I'm like, right, physics, how does he do that? But how does he make the body or the parts stay on the ground? And when did he become Superman? Like, he could just flick people if he's that strong, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, bullshit. And then he's got a glitched fatality where he uppercuts the head off, but then he does it three times and the head appears three yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, because there's three heads. He's got three heads. But the fuck? It's like, the fuck? I think the only one that was... Oh, they, yeah, they had... The, honestly, when people explode in this game, just count them out of femurs... We only have two. Yeah, it's just all femurs. It's, it's just like a all femurs. Biological dig, mate. <laughs> it's like literally <laughs> everyone is just made of legs. That's it, and it's superb. No, no ribs. Yeah. No fuck it. No finger bones. No, no, no skull. No, just your femur. But like, what were some of the other ones I saw? Like, yeah, Melina sucks you. Katana up kisses you. them on the cheek, doesn't it? And they explode. Yeah, they, Katana, for some reason, start inflating. They start inflating. I was like, well, she's not going anywhere near my hoo hoo because I'm not having that blow up in my face. That's just lethal. <laughs> But he's got some of the other ones I was laughing about. Um, well, like Shang Tsung's, Shang Tsung's got one where you have to hold, I think it's uh, block and some other button for the whole fight. Yeah, Not for block, the whole um, fight. It's like, you're a cocky fight, arse, aren't you? 20 seconds or something like that. And then he yeah. turns into Kitaro and, and fucking smashes him, which is, it's a good fatality, but it's... Yeah, but you've got to have you know, some balls to go, all right, I'm going to win this fight. So I'm, I know I'm winning, so I'm just going to do the fatality. He's like, you fucking cocky bastard. Yeah, to hold it for the... I think it's at least 20 seconds or something ridiculous like that. And you, you just... That's, it's basically the fight. That's so. ridiculous. That's what I was remember. It was Kung Lao's. So Kung Lao has one where he basically cuts them in half. And apparently, out of all the fatalities, everyone had to do the motion capture for his fatality. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Imagine that. Right, we're going to do, do another motion capture. What? You're going to get one for you getting cut in half? Oh. Okay. Well, that's that's how you know this game wasn't built by a committee, right? Because the the fact that they've these those two guys have gone, we're doing this fatality. 
Yeah. No one in the room's going to be able to go. No, how about we just do an easier one to save money? Ah, fuck it. Make it as hard as possible. This was balls. expensive, right? At Ooh. the time, to do that motion capture shit was very expensive. That's why they didn't hire actual actors. That's why they all did the characters. Well, that's what, yeah, they basically got anyone in. And it worked, yeah. though, because it looked so good. Like, I've seen the behind the scenes, and it's amazing. It's so good. Oh, I think it's brilliant. And it was very clever. It set them apart from Street Fighter because before Mortal Kombat came along, there was only Street Fighter, really, in the fighting game. Well, was, genre. There, was, there was Pit Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Was there, though? Well, yeah, yeah was there? Was there really? Not really. Yeah, agreed. It, it's, uh, it's, SNK it's, maybe was doing something at the time that no one was paying attention to. It wasn't so, at that like, time. No, it was, yeah. it's, so it's, been, it was, it's been these two. Essentially, until you got really, as in like the big two, it only until we got to PlayStation when Tekken decided to come into it and Soul Blade, or Soul, yeah, Soul Blade. It was only there that's when we got competition. Otherwise, it was these two for so long. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, they were compared to each other a lot, even though they were quite different, you know. And I think um, SNK, like for the real fighting game nuts, like you get your Fatal Furies and King of Fighters and Art of Fighting and all that. That did come along, you know, thereabouts, but, you know, like, you just play Street Fighter. Yeah, you, because just, you just play one There's no fatalities or anything like that. You know? And then, obviously, that was that shock and awe that created the sort of rating system. For, they created the rating system. Yeah, they there's did. No doubt about it. They, they, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, as, as you said, that it did, you know, it was an expensive game. They weren't expecting to have a second one. And they, as you said, I'm quite happy I remember my Mortal Kombat lore because, yeah, it was set straight after the first one because Samsung yep. basically got pissed off and was like, oh, I lost. Let's, let's, let's have another tournament on Outworld. And double or nothing. Double or nothing. And basically humans went, all right, fuck it. Um, and just decided because they had, they had Kano and Zonya um, stolen. Who gives a shit about Kano? Uh, Sonya, okay, fair enough. So they went over and basically all of it set in Od- in Oddworld. That's a different video. In Outworld, <laughs> everything's set in Outworld, and basically it's all demons and everything. Not like in the first one, where it's all like nice and fudge. Like if you want to basically to summarize it, play More Combat Nine. More Combat Nine summarizes the, the first three oh, games yeah, yeah, so yeah. well. And I, I think um, I, if I'm understanding correctly, the original plot was that obviously they they won nine in a row. Mm-hmm. They fucked up on number 10. Yeah. So close, but so far. And then, because um, obviously, as everyone knows, to invade another realm and consume it, you have to win 10 tournaments in a of row. Of course, because of that good That's old rule. Elder God said so, said so, right? Yeah. So they win that 10th one, fuck it all up for them, and then they go, all right, well, we'll have one more tournament in Outworld, and if you win, we'll never try to invade you again. Yeah. And spoiler alert. Spoiler they, alert. They, they lose still again. Try. They still try. They lose <laughs> And that begins the Mortal Kombat 3, which is the fucking... Where's Scorpion for Mortal Kombat 3? They went, oh, we won't put our most popular character in. Fuck that. No. Oh, boy. That that was... Uh, <laughs> you could argue that that was really early DLC, right? Because Yes. Yeah, because they knew they fucked up, right? They knew it so bad because I remember... I learned to like number three. Number three did have combos. It did... It did I did like it, right? Mm. But it just missed... It was just missing Scorpion. And yeah. It just... Those characters, it just didn't have them, right? Sub-Zero wasn't even wearing a mask. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it was, just, he had that... Just the big scar on his face, didn't he? Yeah, and I, I liked... I liked it, but... I had a Saturn, so I had Ultimate... Uh, Mortal Kombat 3, oh, which yeah. had them. Ugh. 
which and that was the best version right and that was awesome but it you know fuck me when i played it on mega drive it was just i was just where are they the yeah. first time I played it, and we didn't know anything, right? So back then, you, if you didn't read it in a magazine, you'd just see it in the shelf one day. Yeah, go, I did. I, again, I borrowed it. Or rent it. Where the fuck, Scorpion? That was the first thing I did when I put it in. Where is he? Yeah, and you just... you just Sometimes you wouldn't know it's coming until it was already there, and you'd, you'd be like, wow, a new Mortal Kombat, that's awesome. And, you know, you'd be fucking 10 copies at the video shop. They'd all be gone. Yeah. You know, like, it, it was uh, really that surprising. And it, people were just like, seriously, what the fuck? Where are they? Yeah. No one was saying that about Kano, by the way, number two. But yeah. Yeah, because Kano, <laughs> Kano's shit. The only good thing that came out of Kano was the, the, the movie adaptation of him because it was fucking class. But apart from that, it was oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He carries that. Oh, he carries that movie, eh? He, oh, that film. Oh, the Mortal Kombat film. If you're not seeing it, ladies and gentlemen, watch the first one for pure awesomeness. Watch the second one just for pure comedy. It's that bad. But this game, I, I just remember really good memories playing this against my friends too, like and my brother. My brother smashed controllers because of this game. Oh, really? Like, Rage quit? Yeah. And this this was um this was a, a game where I, for the first time, I got people would actually want to play, like versus against me because I. You know, Street Fighter, people liked it, but if you were anywhere decent at it and, and you beat people, they were just not interested. Yeah. So you'd have to go to the arcade. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I'd get bodied at the arcade. You know, so, yeah, it was just one of those things. It was fun to actually have a game that was even, you know, and, you know, like, if you were good at, like, Dragon Punches and Fireballs on Street Fighter, you were pretty... Yeah, you were in. Pretty untouchable, yeah. You... But, like, Mortal Kombat was easier to do the moves. There were more moves as well. It just felt like... um this was the first time I really had fun, like playing against my brother or playing against my friends from school. See, I, it, yeah, it was, I, I was the reverse. Awesome. I was just, I'm, I, I always have been a street fireman, and I found it easier to whip out on a Duke and whip out, you know, the Shuriukens. I, I love Ryu, and I've been able to do it. My brother used to use Ken and Blanca, and we had more fun with that than we did with Mortal Kombat. And do you know what? I was playing it when I was playing it the other day, and it only just dawned on me, right? You play the Super Nintendo version, you know, the guy goes like, ready, fight. And it's about yep. another two seconds until you can fucking move. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, I was good to fight, but now you won't let me, let me kill him. I was like, honestly, you won't let me move? I can't move? No. Well, you're talking about Street Fighter 2 on um, SNES, right? No, I'm talking, this not moving bollocks. I'm talking about Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, Mortal Kombat 2, I was going to say, because I don't remember... Well, actually, you're right, because I was playing the ROM earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Street Fighter... I felt like the Mega Drive version The Street Fighter well. version let you do... They stick to their... They don't lie to you. When they say go, they you go. You fucking mean it. Yeah. yeah. Mortal Except Kombat. for Alpha 2. Mortal Kombat's like they got like, oh, are you sure? Yeah. You, are we okay? We good? When you're ready? Let's go. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that get, that got me too. I, I do I do remember that, but the Mega Drive version was snappier. But it, I felt like the gameplay was probably a little better. Maybe the sprites are a bit smaller too, which I, I didn't necessarily like that. But um, it, the SNES version looks better and it plays fine. But you're right, it does have that little bit of little bit of lag at the start and it, yeah, a little the, bit of a pause and you're ready to rock and you're like, what the fuck is my yeah, controller? Yeah, let working? me go. And then yeah. the computer doesn't computer knows what's going on. So the computer's running in with his little fucking little punches. It's like fucking dick and there were so many yeah. little things about this game which stopped me like making it the greatest thing ever and make street fighter win oh the bosses too fucking yeah. yeah there we go shao fucking can't fuck you it. oh 
<laughs> that is the cheap, talk about cheap a cheap bastard of yeah i mean i've i've done i, I like the odd boss rage I, I don't mind sitting there for an hour fighting the same guy but like fuck me and once you get past Kintara, and you get a limited amount of continues in this game yeah you way. do yeah you do so you've got unless to... you put the cheat in and change it no you get limited goes and you've got to fight clay monster because um, he was made out of clay <laughs> Yeah, because there, there isn't anyone who looks like a cat and has four arms. So Not they really. Like a clay character. And yeah. I've never understood. I've watched all. I've watched all. I've read the comics. I'm like, why is he a fucking cat, man? Like, the fuck? Yeah, why has he got stripes? Why has he got stripes? Yeah. He's dead in the comics as well. I was like, ha ha, you're not coming back, dickhead. <laughs> it's like, ah, well, comics law now. Well, I don't know where Liu Kang's from, but it seems like you know, like a Shaolin monks of China, right? But not, I'm not sure where in China. But it seems like the weakness for these dra- half dragon, superhuman, strong people with four arms is that all they have to do is fight a Shaolin monk, and they're fucked. And they're fucked. Yeah, but to be fair, <laughs> Liu Kang is going around the tomb going blah 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 blah. <laughs> he can he can turn into a dragon and eat half your body as well. Yeah, only see that's the only part of his his, um, his fatality. Do you think not? Legs just don't fall over either. But yeah. Just do that from the start. Wouldn't that be an easy thing to do? Yeah, just that's a wrap. Yeah, Here o'clock. You know, like why, why, why wait? What if you can turn into a dragon? Just do it there and then, mate. I don't know what the problem is. Why do you have to make it a fair fight? Just to turn into a dragon, eat him, and there we go. Mortal Kombat one. Yeah. Oh, and even the lore and the mythology behind this game, and it works so much better before the internet too, because even on the bridge, on the pit. Pit two stage, yes. with the guy in the background, Blaze and what's the other one's name? Oh, uh, yeah, it was it was called Torch. I can't. Blaze was called Torch. So it was a, I can't remember. It was a Liu Kang sprite, wasn't it? But I can't remember who it was called. Yeah, Fuck. and that people are like, oh, you can play as that guy, or you can do this, you can unlock him. And like, it's all bullshit. It's, of course you can't. You can, like, I never had these rumors. Like, there were so many rumors. I, I didn't know about this until years after about all these secrets which people were like oh yeah you know but again i was too young it's all all the urban myths about this uh, uh, you know uh, urban legends about this game are all like to do with nudity of the yeah well characters. i knew like i knew and Tomb that Raider dates naked. big time i knew there was like find lara croft naked <laughs> but apparently like the, the, that i was late to the game on that one because apparently they were saying you can play melina and katarnik naked imagine that for the motion capture <laughs> right girls here we go <laughs> fucking well, hell in, in um, Mortal Kombat uh, 9, they basically are. So, Well, yeah, they practically are anyway, so it's like, you may as well be in there. <laughs> Fucking hell. And, uh, you know, this game didn't give a fuck, and they, they, I, lo- I love that. And that's why they stole, stole audience from Street Fighter as well, I think. I yeah. Mean, they, I hate it. No one likes holding block buttons. Everyone likes oh, back and block. The fucking block button? Who thought that was a good idea? Which dickhead went, oh, they need a block button. No, he's backing up. No. They're still doing it. Do Mortal Kombat still have a block button? They're still doing it. Yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 still got a block button. And do you know what makes me even more angry about it? Is Injustice is made by NetherRealm as well. Yeah. And they don't have a block button. No, it does not. I played Injustice <laughs> 2 because I had the turtles in it. I was, that's why the only reason I was getting it. But, yeah. see, that's that's why I've remained a Street Fighter man. Just because of that block yeah. button. Just fuck this juggle. But I say now, nah, I play Tekken. So I shouldn't say fuck this juggle bollocks because that's all Tekken is. It's like juggle, juggle, oh, juggle. Te- Tekken is with punish juggle, with punish juggle. Yeah, yeah, that's all, that's all fucking Tekken is. But you were saying yeah. like about these secrets and, but they did, they actually, what was great about it, they actually acted on it. Yeah, so you said about the pit two stage, there was um, Blaze, was this, was it, oh, he was called Torch then, this flaming man. And he's like, oh yeah, you can get him as a secret character. And they went, okay, we'll make him a character. And they made him Blaze later on. You had, um, 
the uh, was a glitch where you could change I think it was Katana, and you can change her dress red, and they basically said it's a secret character, but it wasn't just a glitch. So they eventually made that Scarlet in MK9, and then there was a code. Ermac is another Ermac, one. Yeah, so it was like a, a code where if you if you log into the file, it, sounds like it basically sorts out all the bugs, and it was called Ermac or Ermac something. And everyone error thought, machine, I think it was short for, or yeah. something like that. And everyone thought, or oh, error macro. That that's that's a new character. So they went Ermac who in another game, and then put Ermac in as another ninja. I was like, that's awesome. And also the trees, the trees. Yeah, as well. yeah. The trees could kill you. Were a stage fatality, and then in MK9 they became a stage fatality. Yeah, yeah. It's a brilliant. It, yeah, I, I love how they 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 know their audience. And yeah. They, indulge these things and so many you know developers never did you know like especially you know especially like you get your capcoms and things like that they don't do shit like that no what maybe you could argue akuma was kind of like that but apart from him like when have they ever taken an urban legend or a rumor or whatever and just gone you know fuck it let's do it it's a good idea no what capcom do is they put half the dlc characters on the disc and block (laughs) it off that's what fucking capcom do Oh, Capcom movies, you got to buy your health bar. You know, like, it's DLC. Oh, my God, Street Fighter Five, Don't even get me. Do you know what? Like, I, I'm okay. holding it right now, right? In my, hear this. Right, do you know what that is? Yeah, it's a coaster. That No, think? that is the rattle oh. of Street Fighter Five still not opened in my, in my, in my <laughs> backlog. And I'm making, honestly, I want to make it my goal. I want to start playing Street Fighter 3, and I want to get into Street Fighter 6. I want to make that a goal next season, but I'm like, fuck. Oh, it it takes even... fucking 20 minutes to fight your first fight on Street Fighter 5. See, that's what that's what makes me think this is going to stay forever sealed, and I'm going to claim oh. it's like this perfect edition. The box art's fucking I ga- cool. I gave it a try, hey, but like, I, li- I liked Street Fighter 4. It was kind of ugly looking, but I, I Whoa, still liked careful, it. careful, we'll fall out quickly. Street Fighter 4 is a godsend. It's a great game. Thank I'm not going to lie. I, I did like it. It's my last. It's the last Street Fighter I've enjoyed. Street Fighter Five and all the subsequent, like finishing the game, you know, DLC. Uh, I just, I can't, I can't, I just can't get into it anymore. I, I, like from Street Fighter Four backward, yeah, great. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited about Six. It looks quite good. Yeah, that's... deep down we all know Tekken Eight will be better though, but look better anyway. It's not. Yeah. It's careful. 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 Yeah. No, well, well, maybe if I throw shade at them, they'll try harder. I don't know. Like they, <laughs> I just know that like um, Tekken Seven did Akuma better than Street Fighter Four and Five did. Yeah, it did. It really did. <laughs> and it, it's the thing with all these games. It's like you know you've got because Tekken is still around, um, Mortal Kombat is still around, and yeah, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Although they're on their now second reboot, um, and Twelve is allegedly coming, and I don't know whether it's going to be a complete prequel. I've got no idea, but it's basically testament i think if you didn't have mortal kombat 2 i think you'd be struggling in the fighting game genre because street fighter were just basically comfortable at bringing out rehashes or basically balance checks of the original street fighter 2 but there's nothing to challenge them nothing was going anywhere near them and then this came along and it's like holy shit well i think this is ironically the sega of the fighting game franchise yeah i'd agree with that it's not quite as good but it's good enough to give them a run for their money and make them do better, right? And I think this, even you see like, uh, did you play Primal Rage? I did, I didn't like it though. Well, Primal Rage had finishing moves. It did. The blood in it. And, it was, and you could like knock the villagers away and stuff like that. Mm. And 
the dinosaurs that eat them and shit like that. And then you had um, Killer Instinct had finishes as well. And Killer Instinct, you know, you could see it drew a lot of inspiration from Mortal Kombat. Um, and that was a very good game. Eternal Champions. You know, ironically, Nintendo killers. exclusive. That's what the only one I can think yeah. of is Eternal Champions. Yeah. That had finishes. Eternal. Yep. So, so this really kicked that kind of... I don't know if it's the first. Because usually when you say something like this is the first to do something, you'll find out it... Like, it probably is an obscure title. Yeah, it is actually the first, but yeah. I think um, it's the one that I, definitely got the most hype. I think because yeah. like you know the 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 fatalities at the time were ruthless. They were holy shit. That like you know you just ripped someone's skull away from their body with a spine attached. You had the death arenas, which were just freaking unbelievable. You had nothing like that yeah. back in the day. Nah, I, I just it this this thing it threw video. It, yeah, it's it's one, an all time game, right? And this it's got to be in whatever top fifty best games in history i mean this has got to be on it even though really it's, it's not but oh it, definitely it, it just definitely is, you know it has you know? to be and number three i think is better game but i still prefer like the design and the characters and i i still think two's got the magic you know i, I yeah i think it's like when it comes to the whole package i know i've said i'm shitted it and i am but the whole the law the design the fact you like fucking shao Kahn. Um, but I think number yeah. two is, is really good. Do you know what we've actually not even talked about? We're talking about like all these um, br- uh, fatalities. We've not even talked about the two new ones they put in, which are friendships <laughs> and babalities. <laughs> and I honestly think friendships are put in there as a big fuck you to the mums oh, and dads. 100%. The mums and dads who are like, this is a violent game. But the friendships are superb. They are so good. And that's just going oh. through Mortal Kombat. They've been superb. I think what was brilliant about the inclusion of friendships is that they, they've given players a choice of how to finish their opponent. Yeah. So they can always now make that argument, well, you don't have to kill them. No, correct. It's up to you, you sick you bastard. You can be their friend and, and get a, like a cooler from the... And then Sub-Zero can make them like a popsicle and, you know? <laughs> yeah. Was it, I think, um, Baraka gave them a present... Um, yeah, but I know in like like later ones they get really creative about it. I remember who's Mil- is the Jack in the Box one that makes him run away? That's kind of not a friendship that one. Oh, who's that one? <sighs> Fuck, is it Jacks? I can't. I know Jacks but... later on in like has he plays a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brilliant one. I, I I would I remember watching uh watching the Maximilian dude do a big compilation of them all once, and I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, just. Just all the friendships one after another and rate them, and that one was right up there. Hey. Some of them are so funny, but like then they had yeah. babalities, and that's when basically you turned it. Ha- again. How the fuck? If you have the power, why even? If, yeah. Yeah, if you have the power to do this, why not do it for the start of the fight, baby? Turn them into a baby. There, done. <laughs> End of fight. And what was great? And I, ne- I knew about babalities. I, I heard about them. I said I never saw it on the screen myself. Um, but I only found out recently doing a little bit of research that you could glitch this and you could punch the baby. What? <laughs> you can. For you, real? You can. If, I've seen it with Sub-Zero and basically he throws, uh, as it like literally he turns into a baby, he throws an ice thing and then he uppercuts the baby. <laughs> I have to look it up. Honestly, doing that, <laughs> I'm not so bullshitting fucked. you. It, and he's even like the video on YouTube is like, it's good to punch babies. <laughs> <laughs> and this baby just goes fuck off into the screen. I mean, even is it even a glitch? 
Well, these guys, you'd, you never know. Maybe that's a bit... You'd never know, right? Yeah. I, technically, it's a fatality at the same time. Jesus. I did... Yeah, I mean, I, I, used to like the, I used to like the stage fatalities too, though. Like, as, and I believe with the spikes on the roof, you could um, make them fall off if you tap the button fast as well. I think that was a thing. Um, well, you can get them down quicker. Yeah, if you if you knock them up and they land on the spikes, they'll stay there. But if you tap the button fast, tap one of the buttons really fast, they'll actually slide off the spikes and land back on the floor. See, I would have loved to be in like the backstage office and gone, "How the fuck do you come up with all this shit?" Like, I, I look at like the newer ones now, and I'm like, "How like like how violent can we make this?" But even back then, the idea of making this game, especially the second one, again, you could like, right, okay. We were meant to be making a Star Wars game. Then we got told, no, you're fucking not. You're making this. You're making a second one. Well, then they tried to make it one with Jean-Claude Van Damme in it for the first one, right? They did, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they couldn't get the license to it or something like that. And they were well, fuck it. We'll just keep going and just not use him. And we'll use all these tropes. That's another thing we didn't discuss about Mortal Kombat. All the tropes. Yeah, there's a lot. You got the you got the Bruce Lee guy. Yeah. You've got the martial arts movie star guy. You know, you got ninjas. You know, you, they you, they definitely yeah. tried to in the second one go away from the Bruce Lee thing because when you see jo- they um, did. Liu Kang is definitely Bruce Lee in the first one, but in the second oh, one, yeah, he looks so similar. He's so similar. In the second one, they've kind of they've given him a headband, um, and they've gone him away from that a little bit more. Oh, and the special forces guy. Oh yeah, T- a gal in the first one, but then guy in the second one and then the criminal yeah I yeah mean, it you was... can see they've just gone think of some tropes everyone yeah think of some tropes what can we do i'm honestly surprised that they didn't make kano black i was like that would have been where he's the criminal making black make let's play up to that stereotype <laughs> oh, would have been so 90s hey <laughs> oh <laughs> fucking hell yeah the thing is like with this like as i said you know the music was good like it's got that law to it but nothing beats yeah. the, the music it, it produced for the movie oh, oh yeah oh yeah Fuck. If no one's ever seen the first Mortal Kombat film, just see it just for the song and just realise that was... that. that if that came on in a club when we were... Oh, jeez, we'd fucking lose our mind. Oh, yeah, that um, that sort of Mortal Kombat... Yeah, yeah the techno. I remember I heard that, that once in Operation Blade. It was like, holy shit, this is the best... <laughs> That movie, I was so hyped to see it, and it was so bad. It wasn't the worst one, though. No, Mortal Kombat 2 is dreadful. Uh, Annihilation. Annihilation. Is, is it, yeah, it's, it's the second one, I believe. Yeah, it's, it, oh. it has the worst line ever, and it was from... Oh, what's freaking their mum called? Melina and Katana's mom. Melina's mom. Sindel. Indel, and she goes, You will die. I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> freaking end me now. It's that bad. It is just... Oh disgraceful no and, and all they have to do is stay close to the source material and they can't really fuck it up well I mean, I, and, but they still do they and still do then half the people are different actors in the second one for some reason and well, oh they yeah spare the cash to get the get them back again I think Sonya was replaced Raiden was replaced um, Raiden was replaced that one we noticed yeah <laughs> that was, Sonya yeah I mean, Sonya was that was an obvious one too like you'd be like that's not her. And they killed off Johnny Cage in the first two like minutes. Straight away. <laughs> just like straight away. It's like <laughs> almost with the Game of Thrones style efficiency, right? Yeah. It's like, this is one of Earth's biggest effect. Oh, shit. He's, he's Yamchard. You just, just like that. Yamchard him. Like, yeah, just like that. Dead. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, do we do yeah, we, I mean, Dragon Balls? 
Shit. He's dead. Fucking dead. I mean, what else is there with this game? This this game was just... Everyone remembers it. Well, the, the, I think that we, we touched on the block button. Now, you... Well, me and you being Mega Drive little bitches, we had three buttons and had to deal with three buttons. I had six. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you to hell. <laughs> six buttons. <laughs> oh, but I have played it with a three button. My uncle had the three button. I'm like, what the fuck is this it's, shit when I played it? How, do like, you, how did you switch from high to heavy? I Sorry, think from... you, you press start and it switched. Oh... That's dreadful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it sucks. It sucks so bad. And especially when you try to do a fatality. Oh, God, could you imagine you that? Know, oh, it's balls. It's so terrible. And I, like, and what annoyed me is I had the six-button controller, but it doesn't automatically detect it. So oh. you have to go in and change the settings. Oh, you know? that's, and that's one of the problems I think the old, the old games definitely had, that they were not just didn't feel as smooth and... Like, even playing even Street Fighter games had the same problem. They just didn't feel as smooth. And you can notice this. Like, if you played, say, Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat 2, and then you went over to the PlayStation and, say, played, I don't know, uh, Street Fighter Alpha, you could notice a difference in how easy it is to pull off moves, like, ridiculously so. Same combinations, but just was so fluent. And yeah, maybe the arcade was different. I You know, I, it was a long time since I played arcade games and I wasn't really old enough to remember it so much. Um, so someone yeah. who knows that can tell me a bit more is was so much of a difference. But I always felt, especially even playing Mortal Kombat 2 last night, trying to do a move was fucking impossible. I was like, I'm not that shit. Like, right, right. And I was like, back, down, punch, do it. All right, okay, did it about a minute later. Twat. Yeah, well, even when I play retro games now, I, I usually play with a modern controller. So like, the closest thing I've got to the original experience is that Saturn controller I have. And the Saturn controller was good, so it's not really the same. But like, I remember how janky a Mega Drive controller was. I remember how, how harsh the Super Nintendo controller was on your like thumb and stuff yeah, like they, that. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't good, were they? It's like when they've got like the Mega Drive collection coming up and like another one. I went, why not just, just buy the Mega Drive collection on the, on the PS4 and you're done? Yeah, I mean, I like the uh, mini consoles just for the ornamental value, but, like, seriously, uh, why? Why would you need one? You don't need one. Like, I understand. I like to have physical copies of things sometimes, but, like, I hate going back to, like, a Mega Drive or a NES or a Super, you know, SNES controller. I just... I hate it, going back it to hurts. them now. They're too small. The buttons are too sharp, and, you know, the, I think the Mega Drive D-pad was probably the better of the two. It was. The, games, the but, D-pad was but, good. On the on the Mega yeah. Drive, I like that thing. But I mean, I I you often hear from people who had Super Nintendos. They complain about platforming with the Mega Drive D pad for some reason. I, I just never found it to be an issue. Like, mm. you know, I, I I felt like um, remember when I really started to play a lot of fighting games on the um, PlayStation? Yeah, that used to wear fucking holes in your thumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, it wasn't enough to stop you. But like Jesus, like I, I played so much Tekken on the PlayStation that I would get like calluses and blisters and shit. No, you know, see, playing. Mine yeah. was Mario Party. Oh yeah, six, the, what the one of the only five good games on the sixty-four. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Right, you we <laughs> just all oh, don't. There was more than five. five. There was six. But <laughs> but this is the thing, like yeah, you can you can injure injure yourself with controllers. Fucking hell! You but, could, you could, right? And and, and that oh, the sixty four 
they've actually if you play the like the remakes of those on the switch they've fixed that <laughs> they, they have and they have but did you know yeah. what they were saying that they fix things you know if you actually this is to bring it back if you played like an old street fighter now it's so much easier to pull off the moves on a modern day controller <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. and i mean the arcade stick was i i um I'm 35, so I do remember arcades, and Australia was a little bit behind at the time. So, like, we got a longer sort of shelf life for some of these things. Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember playing these arcade games with the stick, and the stick is harder to do than the gamepad, but it is better on your... It's easier on your, like, fingers and your thumbs and stuff. Once you do get the hang of it, you don't get tired as quickly. Oh, really? Yeah, because the buttons are quite easy to tap because you've got a completely different grip. Yeah, you will. And you're using you? two hands, right? Yeah. You're using two hands, like, but you, I mean, you're using two hands with a gamepad, but with the gamepad, you're kind of mostly using, you know, it depends on your grip, but you're mostly using, like, your thumbs, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I mean, I, I started to change and use, like, a claw grip when I played more complicated fighting games as they got more. You mean Tekken, of, basically? Yeah, Tekken cr- makes the claw grip, like, sort of essential because of the combos, but, like, Yes, before that, I, I found like the, um, you know, you'd, you'd have to, unless you were trying to, like in Street Fighter, sometimes you'd have the moves where you had to press three buttons at the same time. You, would, you wouldn't need to really change grip very often. So, mm. but I, I found like on the left hand, the, uh, the arcade stick is much easier mm. um, for longer g- game time. But to do the moves initially and to learn them, it's just hours. You don't get the reps because it's fucking a dollar a game and, Oh fuck yeah! You know that. we didn't get when when Americans go. Oh, it's a quarter muncher, like fucking quarter muncher. muncher we yeah, never yeah. had games. That, we never had games that cost twenty five cents. You yeah, had fifty p, fifty p in England. Fucking rake, it's, rake it which off, which is like three three bucks. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the thing. And then you had the shower cam bullshit. And it was like, no, you ain't beating this bollocks. It's like another fifty p, no. another. F- oh fuck it, I'm down, written am Yeah, these games were properly fucking hard. And in the arcade, if you could get past three three sort of like. Um, three three fights without you know continuing you're actually decent I think but well, like because they were there for they, because back in the day the old arcade machines they were there to make money weren't they so that's yeah. why they were hard they, they could change the BIOS and make it easier and you you would definitely notice that from time to time but yeah I remember um, the one at my local rec center for Mortal Kombat one was so brutal mm. like you just and and. It, it would seem like the uh, computer would do fucking fatalities more often too. Oh, really? You know, it's just, which is, I mean, imagine not knowing anything about this game and then it, this, is, this is basically my experience when I rented the second one because I played the second one before I played the first one. Yeah. And then uh, I remember on the pit stage getting uppercutted and then just flat on the floor and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Welcome to Mortal Kombat, How did bitch. they do that? <laughs> Yeah, that's the great. And it's would be like seven or eight years old or something. It's like, yeah, mommy, mommy, mommy. I would have been like, dad, and he would have taken off me. No, he was. He luckily never saw me get fatalityed into a pit. Um, I think my brother had learned. Don't, don't tell dad. Don't tell dad. Keep it stomp. Keep it till you'll be fine. He won't know. Did you say? I, um, a lot of kids I knew were sort of, uh, yeah, the the Nintendo kids' parents had a problem with this game, but like. Uh, a lot of the kids I knew just it wasn't a big deal like the parents were like it looks ridiculous well my dad my, <laughs> you know, like, my dad's quite liberal on a lot of stuff but when it came to violence and stuff I don't know he was like swearing he's like no he banned us from South Park so this was right up that alleyway of you know, this is a, this oh, is a yeah. pre- prerequisite to it all 
But he was kind of like, nah. But yeah, a green Mega Drive, kids. Most people didn't give a shit. Super Nintendo parents, yeah, because they play Zelda and Mario. We play Streets of Rage and bottle people and slash them with everything. <laughs> road Rash. Fucking Road Rash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Road Rash. Did that even come out in the SNES? Nah, that was just a Mega Drive. Nah. That was fucking <laughs> superb. Let's, road Rash and Skitchen and stuff. You know what? Streets of, I've had this chat on, on an earlier episode with uh, Chris and was like, how the fuck did we allow that game? We're bottling people with a bot, with basically smashing bottles and stabbing them. Yeah, well, it's like dudes punching the shit out of women and stuff yeah. as well. Like, oh, we- again, the '90s were was sort of like a turning point for political correctness and like sort of like equal rights and shit. And no, no, we, we and, had and equal rights in the episode. This. He said, "You, you, yeah. you hit me. Don't think, oh no, self defending myself, bitch. You don't. You could, you can whip me. <laughs> We've had this one. We had me and Chris had this one out. Fucking. So like, is it sexist to not hit them or? <laughs> no, it's uh, if they hit. What are you gonna do? If they're self-defense, they're trying to kill you. Well, I mean, it helps that the uh, people in these games have powers and shit. So, like, uh, you know, and can do magic. But yeah, just or whatever the new Mortal Kombat movie, whatever, like MacGuffin it uses to explain them shooting fireballs and. I've not seen the new movie. Whatever. I need to. I still haven't seen yeah. it. Nah, it's it, it <laughs> again. Yep, MVP for that movie is Kano. Yes, well, yeah. Stick to the source. But apparently, I've heard Kane is quite good in that film, actually. So, not, he's very good in um, Mortal Kombat 11 too. I think his intro scenes and stuff like that is very funny. Now that I've, I, that I have seen, see that's the yeah, thing. I'll you give play to the newer ones. I'll give it to Mortal Kombat. Like I'm not a fan of the gameplay, but I do love their story. I do love their lore. Their lore is much better yeah. than most people's game. Like most, it's better than Street Fighter. It's better than Tekken's. It's better than Soul Calibur's. I think they really make a good effort with their lore, so I give it that. Yeah, and it seems like they just do it on the fly too. Like it doesn't seem very. It looks like well, we need to give this some kind of story. Yeah, better do it, something. When I see the behind the scenes and things like that, it doesn't sound like they've put an awful lot of like they didn't didn't anticipate to write a big complicated universe with all this lore, but they did. Yeah, they did. And then I think they you know it's gone on to MK11 now, and I know between I think it was between ten no is it nine and ten or ten and eleven, there's a comic book. No, it's between 9 and 10. There's a comic, and it's really good. It's actually really, really good. Um, good read, and fits, establishes a lot of other lore um, and where characters are and not been. So I'm, I'm all for it, and I think, yeah. When it comes to gameplay, Street Fighter wins. It always has been for me. Um, I, don't get me wrong. I still love Mortal Kombat in the sense of where it's placed in the world. Do I think this is better than Street Fighter 2, like its final edition, which is the Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo? No. Do I still think Mortal Kombat 2 is an important game? Yes. That's my review of it all. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a, um, like Mortal Kombat One was obviously a massive hit and it was a good game, but Mortal Kombat Two is one of those, you know, you could argue rare examples of where they go, let's just do this but better, yeah, and they succeed, yeah, right. So what you know, what like, worked? Like the Alpha games are like that for Street Fighter, like they're just each one is, you know, we can get into the two versus three, which one's better argument. To mm. me, it's not an argument, but like, <laughs> but like they just go. Let's do more of that and do it better. And they did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So, and it's, it's. So, go on. Well, what were you going to say? I oh, know, it's all good. Yep. Well, if you had to, because my, my notes have all gone, because essentially there's not much to go through, but there is, and it's a weird one, really. But if you had to give it a score out of 10, what would you be giving it? Oh, I'd, I'd have to give it like an 8. I, I can't give it 10, I can't give it 9. I, I think an eight's very generous, and the only reason I do that is because the AI is fucking bollocks. It's, it's bullshit. 
<laughs> and, 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 if that, and it's on all ports, all consoles. It's like that. I'm going to give it um, a 7.5. Just, again, yeah, the AI and Shao Kahn's fucking elbow. Fucking elbow of fucking doom. Dickhead. Bang, 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 dead. Bang, bang, dead. Fuck off. Yeah, I mean... And then he, I love how when you play the... When they reboot it again, Mortal Kombat 9, and then you fight Shao Kahn in that, and he's just as fucking bad. Yeah, because they, they, they gave him extra moves. They gave him extra move, made him juiced. So he does shit that he not, does... Because he's a playable character anyway. But they give him extra yeah. moves and extra juice that he doesn't normally have. I was like, that's how you do a final boss. I'm pissed off to fuck. Well done. But this Shao yeah. Kahn was bullshit. Yeah. On my yeah, this Shao Kahn is up there. When I think of my fighting fighting game boss rages, and ones that really stand out as being difficult, difficult. This is one of them. Yeah. And uh, it, you know, right up there with MK9, right up there with Tekken, with Shinokuma in Tekken Seven, or you know, Ultimate Rugal in Capcom versus SNK Two. Mm-hmm. Like you just, yeah, it's he's right up there with the, yeah, fucking dickheads. <sighs> The cheapest fucking boss, but at least in Mortal Kombat 2, there's a cheap way to beat him. Yeah, fucking jump, so, jump, 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 or, jump, jump, jump. Or like Goro in the first one, where you just get a lead on him and then just start punching. Yeah, you don't stop until the time runs out. This is yeah, just run, <laughs> run like a bitch. Well, yeah. my friend, it's been an absolute pleasure, and thank you very much for coming on the show. It's been great for your 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 fucking debut, your your first debut. Yeah. Yep, and I'd love to do more. And yeah, it's been a pleasure being on. I, I could talk about fighting games forever, and I, I love this one particularly. It's just so such fond memories. Oh. Still got the cartridge. Oh, brilliant! Well, uh, hopefully we'll see it off you one day. Yep, yep. Oh. Still got it from the Mega Drive, but still seriously play the SNES all the thirty two weeks. All day long, all day. All right, take yep. care, mate. Thanks, Danny. Cheers, mate. mate. And that was Mortal Kombat 2, and that was episode 32 of the show. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. I hope you had enjoyed yourself. Thank you very much for Raging Demon. I can't wait to have you on the show again. Everyone else, take care of yourself. I'll see you all next week for more fun. I've been Danny. I hope you've all been well. Take care. Bye-bye.